0: Thanks for listening. As we all know, 2020 has been, well, crazy, unpredictable, and challenging, among other things. Many of the nonprofit organizations that support breast cancer patients and research are struggling to raise funds to continue the important work that they do. I will be resharing previous episodes with some of these organizations in hopes of helping them raise money to reach their fundraising goals. On this episode, Nikki Spears from Redefined Courage shared the inspiration behind the organization, how they support breast cancer patients, and how you can support them. Redefined Courage is hosting their annual gala on September 18th, 2020. Please check out the event and their virtual auction at redefinedcourage.com. Welcome to Behind the Pink Ribbon, where we share stories, information, and other content related to breast cancer. My name is Melissa Adams. I am a 12 year genetic breast cancer survivor. I've learned so much through my own journey with breast cancer. I have met some amazing people along the way, many that have become lifelong friends. I have experienced the emotional roller coaster of a breast cancer diagnosis heartache, anger, frustration, loneliness, and even gratitude. Through this podcast, we will speak to breast cancer survivors, supporters, and healthcare professionals to gain insight and understanding behind the pink ribbon. I'm here with Nikki Spear. Nikki is the founder of Redefined Courage, which is a national organization that was founded in, um, which was actually given nonprofit status in 2018. They are based out of Wake Forest, North Carolina. Welcome to the show, Nikki.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, we're super excited to have you here. Um, Today we're going to talk about the organization, why it was founded, um, you know, and what supports and services that you offer, and then just any ways that people can support the organization. Um, So give me a little bit of backstory on um, what, what happened or why you founded Redefined Courage.
1: Sure, this is my um, hardest part of the story, but um, most most exciting part to share is um, we have heard breast cancer in our family for a number of years, probably back 20-some years, um, with an aunt being diagnosed, then a grandmother, then another aunt, and then my mother in 2006.
0: So a genetic um, history y-
1: of it? Yes, genetic it- history of it, yes. And BRCA 1, actually, BRCA2? they they really honestly don't know because my mom never had the gene my oh. sister was also tested didn't have the gene and I actually chose to have a preventative mastectomy uh, June 2010
0: okay. so I'm a,
1: I'm almost 10 year um, pre here myself so yes we've heard we've we've gone through a lot a lot of treatment a lot of yeah. surgeries and all of that so I've just seen um, what cancer can do and does and always knew I wanted to make a difference, didn't know what that looked like in my life, uh, but knew I wanted to make a difference. Well, fast forward to the third and final time my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. It came back as metastatic breast cancer the third time and it came back on her skin. Uh, so it was ravaging the outside of her body. And in October of 2015, I decided to fly to New York. We were living in North Carolina like we do now, but, um, we had moved from New York to Mississippi, uh, to North Carolina. So I'm flying back to see my mom in New York. And when I get there, she says, let's go shopping. You know, (laughs) I want to, I want to feel beautiful. Like this body that I have is just not not conducive to like, feel pretty. I have no breasts anymore. Like I'm wrapped like a mummy. You know, they had to wrap her kind of like a burn victim Mm -hmm. um, just because she was, she was just so uncomfortable and there was just so much um, pain associated with all of that. And I'm like, mom, are you sure? And she just was always this beautiful woman that wore pink lipstick and like fashionable and just very fun person, very faith filled woman, just really joy to be with. And, um, I was like, all right, well, let's go. And, At the end of that shopping day, after we had lunch and we were walking out of the mall, she said, Nikki, there's just nothing. Like, there's nothing for me to wear. And it got my mind turning. And I just looked at my mom and I said, I promise you, mom, I will design clothing that you can wear. And from that promise, um, just a real spark of of this thing of like, this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. Here I am 30, (laughs) 30 some years old. And I'm like, okay, I found it. Like the spark went (laughs) off. And so I just really like, not to sound like Rachel Hollis and a few other people, but like, thank God for Google. Like I, I just sat up in my bed. I, I drew a little sketch and I just started researching and I'm just really challenging myself to learn. I had never really formally, you know, don't have a degree in fashion. I just love to spend money and I love clothes and so I guess that you know I guess that's what helps you like be a fashion designer so here here I am and I just really you know asked a lot of people I knew like hey do you know anybody that sews hey do you know about this fabric do you know and I just started asking questions and fast forward um to you know to a A couple years later, we formed a business. It was Redefined Courage. And we had a post-op shirt and a chemotherapy shawl. And we were trying to sell these things. But my heart was so burdened for the women that we were serving that I was giving them for free.
0: And that, I mean, your heart is, I mean, just to, you have an opportunity here that you could sell these shirts. But to have your heart tell you, no. Um, you know, let's, let's provide these and donate them. Yes. Um, so yes. I want to, I, I do want to real quick kind of go back a little bit um, sure. with your story, your mom's story. Um, she was actually diagnosed three separate times with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And from what I gathered on the website, her initial surgery included a double mastectomy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then her second um, diagnosis of breast cancer also included another double mastectomy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the third one did that also include like i, I sell like you talked about complete removal so i guess you know when we think of bilateral mastectomy or a double mastectomy we think everything is gone right everything's out everything's gone Um, so I, if you don't mind, I'd love to, um, just kind of hear a little bit more about that real quick before we go in, um, a little bit further about the organization.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. So actually my mom's first surgery, um, it was a, I know they have so many different names for them. So forgive me if I say this wrong, but I want to say it was like a, it was a trans flap. So they, they removed all of her breast tissue and they took what was in her stomach and gave her breasts.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Five that makes five sense. years
1: later. Yeah. So I'm sorry if that was if that was the way that it, it seemed to be explained. I'll go back and check that. But yeah, so that was so that was a trans flap, the first one, five years later diagnosed, same breast. Okay. Um, they removed all of that, put spa- uh, implants in. What ended up happening was after she had some um, radiation, some more chemotherapy or radiation, she had gotten red spots, and that was actually the cancer coming back the third time onto her skin. They had to open her back up, remove what they had put in, and close her up. Unfortunately, oh, wow. um, there was never an opportunity for healing. She passed away December 2015, so two months after I visited her. Uh, she passed
0: away. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, really three times and to, you know, thinking and that's why, you know, when I read the website and I, um, you know, we always kind of use our own experiences, right? Like what we know and what we think to kind of fill in the holes of a story. Um, Mm -hmm. But that makes total sense that she would have had a double mastectomy followed by the trans flap procedure, Mm -hmm. which still is tissue. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah and then have that removed um so that makes sense but oh my gosh like that is just that is so much so, so much, much.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah it was it was really definitely a lot to walk through and i think you know she had the grief of my grandmother having breast cancer passing away her youngest sister breast cancer passing away like it it's just it breast cancer has definitely and i think continues to just it brings a lot of grief and it brings um, just a real challenging piece to to our bodies and our and our physical image as women i believe and what i've seen within my family i mean they've been amazing beautiful women and continue to be in my eyes regardless of breasts or weight gain or uh, no hair or no eyelashes but i wanted to make sure that anytime a woman opened up a package from us they knew just how beautiful they were yeah um that's what I think my mom wanted to know that day that we went shopping um not that this shirt actually would have helped her because people are like well you made a post-op shirt and she didn't really need it but I figured I'd start from the beginning of where most of my family started from and even personally myself, what I had gone through with the double mastectomy and all of the drains and what that did to my own personal body image and when I faced depression and all of those things. I think there's something to be said about saying, hey, you're thought about in this moment, like you're about to do this really hard thing, but you're still beautiful and you're still amazing. Right. And we want you to know that, and I think that's just what redefined courage wants to be to the women prayerfully around the world. And I hope that we don't have to do this very long. I hope that there's not even a need for our shirt anymore. I, I look forward to that day, but until that day comes, we want to be um, yeah, we want to be that encouragement to these women
0: absolutely. and I can I can relate to a lot of the things that you're saying so I you know when I had yeah. my bil- bilateral mastectomy I mean I was wearing ginormous shirts because yeah. nothing fit like I just trying mm-hmm. to pull things over top of my head um, you know trying to find something I didn't have a ton of zip-ups um, to be sure. able to wear so and you know my drains hung out everywhere <laughs> um, yeah. you know so yeah there is that that sense of um you don't want to go out you don't want to be seen because you don't feel pretty you have these things that are just kind of hanging off of you that have you know yeah. red colored fluid and it, people look you know and yeah. um so and i can definitely relate to you know exactly what your mom said about going out and going shopping i mean i remember going out and being with a friend and trying to shop and You know, nothing Mm -hmm. fit. Um, And sometimes shirts have, you know, already predefined areas for where your breast should be, and Mm -hmm. mine didn't fit in them. (laughs) You know, so it was just kind of, I didn't know whether I should laugh or whether I should cry.
1: I know it was a combination
0: Mm -hmm. of both. Realistically, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, So tell me about why redefined courage. What does that mean, and why did you why did you guys pick redefined courage?
1: Man, we had we had so many names. We would sit at the dinner table. My, I have three children, and my dad had moved in with us after mom passed, and um, we would just sit at the dinner table, and we would talk about this dream. And I think we wrote down so many names, and we had wrote down Courage Redefined and a whole bunch of, whole bunch of different names. And I just thought, again, back to my mom, and I just really thought, you know, she – really redefined courage for, for me personally. She took that word that means being brave in spite of, and she was that for me, for my children, for um, my dad who adored her. You know, she just really did that because she did not sit and wallow in what her life was. She reached out to people. She called people. She asked if they could come over for coffee or she could meet them for lunch. Like this never stopped her. And I'm not saying that's everyone's story and it doesn't have to be. This is our personal family story and this is how she was. And she wanted to make the best of a really, really yucky situation. And that's what we wanted to do as a As a business, and now as a nonprofit, just say, "Hey, this is this is terrible, but we want to re redefine." what this is about. We want to be the encouragement and the hope. And our shirt is named Hope just for that reason. And I think that is the reason why we did. I mean, my mom really redefined courage for me as a as a daughter, um, knowing that I'd have to face this life without her. It's really helped redefine my own courage, yeah. my own bravery, facing something that I knew nothing about, teaching myself all of these things with the help of so many people. Um, but it really that that's what it means to us as a family. And we, we just, we stopped on that name and said, this, this is what it should be.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, it's, I think it's, I I think it fits, you know, and I, um, you know, I was creeping on the the website (laughs) just to get a little bit more information. And I saw, you know, you have a picture of your mom that was there and, you know, just from the picture and that's just one snapshot of a moment in time, Mm -hmm. but you can see you know, the the love of life in her eyes and just in her smile. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that she had an energy about her um, that I have mm-hmm. no doubt that she would have been doing exactly what you said she was doing. Um, yeah. You know, and yeah. I just kind of, visu- you know, visualized her with her pink lipstick on and, you know, <laughs> yeah,
1: <thank laughs> just kind of taking audience. life by
0: storm. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love, I love the name. And so, so you have a shirt called hope that you talked about. Um, and then you, you talked about there being a post-op shirt and then, um, a chemo shirt. Do you have both?
1: We don't anymore. When we okay. when we became a nonprofit, um, the board just basically said, "Nikki, let's do let's do one thing well." Because me being who I am, I actually designed seven pieces of clothing. Wow! Like, Shoot, let's <laughs> why stop at one? Like let's do all of this. And my husband's just like, "Okay, we need to slow it down." But he couldn't tell me no. You know, it's just yeah. like she's on a roll, like on a mission to like save the save the world. But um, when we all sat down at the table, they just basically. said, said, Nikki, let's just reel this back in. Let's focus on a one purpose and one mission for right now. When we have the funds and we have the ability to do more, let's do it. Like let's run with all of this, but let's just pull it back. So we've, um, you know, manufacturing is is really expensive and just clothing in general. And so being able to give these for free, we're so fortunate to be able to do that um, with the help of amazing supporters. So, um, hopefully in due time, our chemo shawl will come back. Um, it's made of bamboo, um, fleece and it was so soft and it was had really big sleeves and just an open bodice kind of just so that you could wrap it around you if you were cold. Sounds amazing. Yeah I mean so many so many people really did love them we had a lot of requests for them so I'm really hoping in the near future those will be but um, and like I said I have so many different visions for other clothes that will again, help women feel beautiful with the process and the process can sometimes take a while. And so I just wanted to be that, but eventually that will be if it's supposed to be, but right now we're focusing on hope and that has four pockets inside and it's buttoned up and it's soft and it's cotton spandex and it's easy to Mm. wash. Um, and it comes in three different colors and four sizes and, um, yeah, they're free for anyone who comes on the website and, and asks for a shirt from the free post app. Um,
0: yeah, well, page, and that was going to so. be my next question is how do people get it yeah. for free? Because, you know, and, and I don't, I shouldn't say people, but women who are going through that, obviously, um, you know, how would they be able to get it? So it's just coming onto the website, um, and then clicking on the the tab and filling out the, <laughs> the information, the correct?
1: Yes, yes, the tab, free post-op shirt, and then you just fill out your information as you feel, you know, you want to give us, but it just helps us as you share your story with us, we're able to be, you know, transparent with our supporters and saying, you know, we never give names, we only give initials, and um, we put on different pictures of people just to show our supporters, you know, this is where the shirts are going. I actually, before um, I spoke with you today, I was at the post office uh, sending out Three shirts, one to Indiana, one to Illinois, and one to Maine. So um, there, and we have sent fourteen shirts already this October.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I mean, it really, you know, uh, I didn't have this around when I went through um, twelve years ago when when I was dealing with all of this. But yes. I do remember there were some connections that I was able to make, and one of them, you know, somebody would send me something in the mail, and it just even just getting that package in the mail was so nice. Like just somebody's thinking about me and knowing that there's something in that box that is, you know, full of love and um, was something that was going to help me in whatever way in my journey. Yes. So I have no doubt that, you know, these women and potentially men um, who are receiving these, you know, will find them to be helpful and there's a level of comfort that will come along with, them having that.
1: Yes. I mean, we, we, we hope that for sure. And we've had amazing companies actually partner with us like Norwex who gives a body cloth in every box now and, uh, thrive cosmetics gives nine pieces of cosmetics with every box. And, um, we also have choice organic tea that partnered with us. And so it, it, I always dreamed it would be a box full of hope yeah and that is exactly what it is and my next dream that hopefully will be fulfilled is that there'll be a gift card that the women could use at a particular store or something that they could maybe just purchase a meal for their family so they wouldn't have to cook. Um, I want to make this something that that they just feel so loved um. And they don't even know, like, who sent it, and we don't even even know, like, all of our donors and all of our people, but it's just saying, like, you were thought about by somebody today, and you're, like, you're going to face this, and it comes with a beautiful written tag, handwritten tag, by sometimes student volunteers, sometimes by um, my own dad, um, who was a caretaker, so, I mean, I think just the whole thing from start to finish, just let you know, like you, you are cared for and you are thought about and you, you are going to get through this and, and you're not alone, you know, you're not alone. And we have a breast cancer, um, warriors group that we really enjoy. We only have a hundred or so women in there, but just kind of share stories, encourage one another. Um, and it's just a really beautiful community that's really forming around this hope
0: shirt. I love it. And so Say somebody is not a breast cancer survivor or going for an upcoming surgery, um, but maybe they want to donate some money so that somebody can get a shirt. How does somebody go about donating some money to um, support this?
1: Yes, we have so many ways. Of course, the website. There's a donate page. There's different tabs, you know, throughout the website to be able to donate. Facebook is always a great way. You can now donate on Instagram. Um, you know, people sometimes just send me messages and how do I do this? And I just pop them a quick link. But it really is just we try to make it as simple as possible um, and as little or as much, you know, as someone wanted wants to donate. It it matters. It all every sure. every dollar matters and 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 it goes to these these beautiful women
0: across so what is the what is the cost of having to make a shirt and then shipping it out so if somebody was like I just want to make sure I'm paying for a, a full shirt to make sure it's from start to end what is the cost typically associated with that so that maybe somebody could say that's what I'm going to donate
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, our suggested donation is $60. Okay. That, um, with the package in the box now being what it is, it's much more, sure. um, much more expensive <laughs> to ship than originally thought. So $60 really helps us to get the shirt shipped to us to, you know, all of the things that go along with that. Um, you know, that is a suggested donation, um, and that really helps us from soup to nuts, start to finish, get that shirt to the woman.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And then did I see that you have a fundraising event?
1: Um, We had a fundraising event. We had a huge gala in September and we're having another one. Yep. And we're having another one this coming September, but yes, we did. We had an amazing sold out um, gala and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced um, besides the fact of being with my mom before. Um, before she passed but it was um it was beautiful to see just the coming together and the community rallying for these women that they don't even know.
0: Like and was this your first?
1: This, this was, this was first our first.
0: One? Yay. this was our first. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's so exciting. Yes. So this is an yes. annual event that you plan to continue. Yes, ma'am. Um, awesome. Yeah, so people mm-hmm. who are local to Wake Forest or maybe, you know, kind of surrounding areas um you know, could definitely find that information on your website and get tickets for that.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's all up and coming info and working out all the details now, but we're, yes, we're very excited for that, for that. That was a beautiful turnout and a great way to just um, push us forward and keep on moving to do what we do.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, I love, I love what you're doing and, um, you know, just coming from a place of being a survivor myself. I have no doubt that you are impacting so many lives and that your mom would be so incredibly proud of all of the things that you're doing and all of the the lives that you're touching. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So I want to make sure that people know how they can find you. So where? Um, what social media platforms are you using and um, is it all under Redefined Courage? Yes,
1: all of it is, especially we're very active on Facebook, which is Redefined Courage, active on Instagram, which is Redefined Courage. And then of course, you know, um, LinkedIn is really great to partner with amazing businesses and, and corporations. And so I'm on there as Nikki Spear um, and Twitter as Nicole Spear. I, I'm not sure if my name was taken or what happened with all of that. (laughs) I didn't get the memo of like making sure everything was the same before I learned all of that. But, you know, um, you can, you know, if you type in redefined courage, um, I'm more than sure we'll be um, on that first page of, of Google. Um, But yes, you will be able to find us type in redefined and, all of all of that will will be be right there for you to be able to find us and hear stories and donate, share whatever whatever that looks like.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And just for clarification, it is S P E E R, spear, not E A R. Right. So, yeah. So if somebody's <laughs> looking for you, it's S P E E R. So yes, awesome. Thank you. Well, I am beyond grateful that. We have connected that um, you decided to be a part of the podcast. I think that this is, again, such amazing things that you're doing. And I have no doubt that the women receiving these um, shirts and this box full of of wonderful little goodies, um, you know, that it's it's really helping them through their journey. So, you know, as a survivor, I just say thank you for doing that so much.
1: Wow. Thank you. Thank you for, for this podcast and for just, you know, sharing, sharing people's stories. I think sharing really is caring. I know that's been said before, but that's, um, you know, women like you that are, that are doing things like this are, are wonderful. So thank you as well.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Behind the Pink Ribbon. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you or anyone you know would be interested in sharing your story, please send an email to podcast at BehindThePinkRibbon.com.
1: Thinking about advertising on this podcast, our ads not only create awareness for your brand, but also contribute to the continued growth and support of this show. Email us today and be on our next episode. Email podcast at BehindThePinkRibbon.com for more information. You've been listening to Behind the Pink Ribbon, produced by American Creative Consulting, mixed and mastered at Riverview Podcasting Studios. For more information, please visit designbyacc.com.